0: Today we are going to be going over the Flame Hashira, Kyojuro Rengoku's backstory. Rengoku, the Flame Hashira, is one of the top Demon Slayers held in highest regard by his fellow Hashira and Demon Slayers. He is a huge positive figure and influence to characters like Tanjiro and one of my faves, Uzui. Just like Bardock from Dragon Ball Z, Rengoku had one of the most heartbreaking anime deaths ever. Also, one of the most memorable anime deaths of all time as well. Rengoku is a very honorable swordsman and he is one of the stronger Hashira. He's pure of heart and wants to protect the innocent from demons. Since we got a flashback of his mother's words, that really left an impression on him on why he's strong and what it means to be strong, to protect those who cannot protect themselves. Since those words from his mother, he uses that kind of like a motto of his life Lifestyle, and he does take that extremely serious. Serious FM Radio. So when we are first introduced to Rengoku in the anime and or the manga, at the Hashira meeting, when we meet all the Hashira, since Rengoku respects the Demon Slayer core and its rules, he suggested they kill Nezuko since she's a demon. Rengoku also stated That since Tanjiro is protecting a demon, that he is breaking every rule as a demon slayer. Rengoku thought Tanjiro should be punished for breaking these rules and Nezuko should be killed since she is a demon. And that meeting, not only Rengoku, but even Uzui said let's behead her as well. A lot of the Hashira did want to kill Nezuko. So it wasn't just Rengoku, but that is how we were introduced to him. But as a viewer, either reading or watching this, you're like, whoa, buddy, why don't you press the brakes there, Flame Hashira? and Sound Hashira, and Serpent Hashira, and Wind Hashira. I forgot who else said they should kill her, but I remember those four did say that. I mean, Rengoku did have a point, but Nezuko wasn't your typical demon, which they eventually see for themselves, thanks to Sanome trying to tempt her with his blood, and he does have one of the most rare blood types. I believe it's called Murechi, and it usually makes demons go crazy, Uh, over this type of rare blood in Demon Slayer, which we did not know that at that time. So being first introduced to the Flamehouse Shira, you see that him, Tanjiro, and Nezuko aren't really off to the best start, but that'll change later on in Mugen Train. Rengoku's mother did pass away when he was at a young age. His father used to train both Rengoku and his younger brothers, Shinjiro, but that abruptly stopped after their mother passed. His father, Shinjiro, ends up falling in a dark place in depression with alcohol and gives up on anything Demon Slayer related or anything related to the Demon Slayer core. He just doesn't care anymore and I know a lot of people can relate to stuff like that because when you lose someone that close to you from from dying a lot of people do break down like that so that is completely 100% relatable uh, for a character like Shinjuro Rengoku. So even when Rengoku became the Flame Hashira after his father. He went to tell his father with such excitement and couldn't wait to tell him. I mean, most children are like that. When they accomplish something and want to tell their parents, they're so excited. But when Rengoku gets up to his father to tell him, he is only let down by his father's response, which was silence at first. And then he said, pretty much, who cares? You can tell this hurt Rengoku, but he tried to not let it get to him. Rengoku's brother, Sanjuro is another character who idolizes Rengoku. Since their father isn't really there for them, Rengoku filled that role himself upon his brother to give him a positive influence he needs to pursue becoming a Demon Slayer and a future Flame Hashira. Here's a little fun fact <laughs> on why Rengoku shouts all the time when he talks, which I did not know this myself. So, Rengoku is sent off on his very first mission, and he encounters a flute demon. This demon already killed nine demon slayers before him, as he could see all their bodies laying on the ground. The flute demon also, of course, kills innocent people, but mainly children, as it had one captured at that moment, which even helped motivate Rengoku more. So, the demon art of this flute demon is, once you hear the sound of the flute, it pretty much shuts down your entire nervous system, making it extremely difficult to battle. So Rengoku is trying to figure out ways to defeat this flute demon, and if he covers his ears with both his hands, then he can't use his sword. But then if he uses a sword, the flute demon will disrupt his entire nervous system, making it very difficult to battle. So as Rengoku is in battle, he ends up rupturing his own eardrums as he hits his ears as hard as he can in order to defeat this flute demon, which he does successfully. So as you can see why he shouts when he talks, it's because the dude can't hear. He's like me, deaf. Another one of Rengoku's traits is his energetic personality and his incredible, powerful will to never give up which we did witness during his battle with Akaza even Akaza took notice of that so here's an interesting fun fact about Rengoku and Mitsuri which this was something else I did not know till recently so Rengoku actually did train Mitsuri she was learning flame breathing and eventually developed it into her own breathing technique which is what she uses now love breathing. It's just, it's pretty cool how these Hashira create their own breathing technique. I believe half of them did that. Anyway, that is the video of Rengoku's backstory. There's a pretty good amount of things in there that we did not know from the anime. If you're just an anime watcher, then there's a couple things in here you did learn along with myself, but... Let me know in the comments the first feeling that came to you while watching the entirety of Mugen Train. Spoilers! Yes, I mean Rengoku's death. What was your reaction and how did you feel? Me, I was caught completely off guard and was stunned and shocked. I did not expect that, but it was so great for the story progression. As you guys will see, it's it's was really smart writing. So I, I I do like that they they went in that direction. It it was so sad. It's one of the most depressing and sad anime deaths I think of all time. But anyway, that is the video of Ren Goku's backstory. Hope all of you enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments what you think of his backstory and if you knew everything that we discussed here. Thanks for watching. And don't forget, I will catch you on the next episode of Daredevil 19. And I will also see you guys later.